And there's the header from Cavani. Oh, that was all too easy. Welcome to the Ball Gecko Podcast. Getting forward into the area for the first time. The cross and the goal. The show that brings the ins and the outs of the beautiful game to African fans by passionate African voices. Ball Gecko, get in the game. Hello and welcome to the Ball Gecko Podcast. My name is Toby and I'm your host for today. I've got my guests joining in. He's a Liverpool fan. His name is Chineye. Chineye, how are you? I'm fine. Uh, good afternoon. All right. So we'll be talking everything Liverpool. Essentially, we'll be talking about Georgian Club. First, let me ask Chineye, how do you feel? How do you feel? Just talk to me. How do you feel right now? I feel a bit pissed this year because like um, starting from um, towards the end of the year, uh, we've been making errors. A lot of errors have been made. I will still blame the coach and still the players because it's one thing for the coach to put up a team lineup. It's one thing for the players to actually achieve that on the pitch because it's not the coach that's going to the pitch to perform both sides uh, to blame at one point in time. Errors from the coach maybe uh, in terms of motivational speech or the way he might have um, taken some actions. If you can recall, there was a time where uh, Salah was so pissed about not getting the captain's handband for a certain game and he felt that it was unfair for him not to uh, lead the team. Uh, that was um, towards the end of the year. Now, this is the beginning of the year and we still have uh, most lapsing errors from the defence due to certain injuries and unfortunately. So, there's a lot to go around and I was expecting that and January would have made changes to bridge the gap. Although, yeah, we made last minute changes, but uh, temporary changes and all that. Basically, I'm actually pissed, especially with the 4 1 game with Man City, which was very painful to actually watch. We'll be asking a question many people are afraid of asking. But before we get to that, I'd want that we quickly do a preview or a review of that Liverpool City game. It was at Anfield and then the, you guys lost scandalously yeah. the way you did lose. Even with Gundogan missing a penalty. Let's even start with that. At the time he missed that penalty, what was going through your mind? It was like a relief at that point in time. I was like expecting, okay, it is the time for us to like outshine the game, make sure that we win at least uh, two. Um, the same way we played Wolves, fast, sharp and Leicester score errors and all those things, precise shots and all those things. But Liverpool just couldn't. Alright, now, so the real problem is Liverpool are champions. Yeah? You won the league in impressive fashion last season. And if not anything, you know, many people say that the hardest part of being at the top is remaining there. Yeah, and Liverpool are doing a very, very poor job with it, if we're being honest. For the first time, you guys have lost three consecutive games at home after 68 games. Should I remind you the last time this happened? Or you don't want me to? <sighs> after 68 games, Atletico came home and destroyed everything that we built up. Uh, yeah, so it's, it, it's crazy uh, because like... Everybody was expecting at least um, this Man City game uh, at least should be a draw at home, if not a win. But or if there was going to be a loss, it shouldn't be as heavy as, as it was. Uh, and it's actually really painful, really thinking about it. What do you think happened? I feel the fans are actually pissed. Errors from Allison, actually, those ones actually made me actually what 
cry. It was like, if uh, we remember when Karras made those mistakes, our second choice goalkeeper also made the same mistakes. And it was like the fans were like off with their heads, off with their heads. They are, they are worse off. They, are, they, they don't know what they are doing that, that we should throw them out of the club and all that. It would have been the same for Alison if not that uh, he has actually saved us a number of times and I guess that's where fan sympathy comes into play that okay for big matches that has he really makes this kind of error but making error, those errors twice the game was was really painful to actually watch uh, I have City fans that are friends of mine that were so like happy like they were okay just watching the match and seeing us lose like championship hope of like retaining trying to even like come back to win tight soul and all that it's partially gone 10 points ahead of soul this podcast is brought to you by john lagos john lagos is an urban lifestyle brand from the heart of africa john lagos represents the spirit and the hustle of lagos in iconic fashion wear items i'm talking snapback hats visors slip on slides fed light briefs and afrocentric socks for the gents Go check them out on Instagram at the John Lagos Affair. They are affordable and they ship worldwide. Let's talk before that game. Do you think that Liverpool, the Liverpool players are unreceptive of clubs' ideas and um, tactics? Yeah, at a certain point in time, yes. There will be diminishing return in satisfaction and uh, in ability to try and um, replicate what was done last season. We have already lost defenders hopes have already gone down confidence is down and everything people are like um, players are like probably is already a lost hope but uh, I feel uh, some players still hope to like do better than they have done in past few games but one player cannot like change the whole dynamics on the field immediately everybody has to pitch in to like make sure that the game the game changes and I feel probably they might be tired but I really doubt it that anybody will want to be tired of playing for Klopp because like uh, if you look at his stats at Borussia Dortmund it was year in year out continuous input of um, a better performance every season and we have done that for the past um, few years he has been with us and we actually out of that we were able to survive and uh, actually win the league after 30 years which is something that we're supposed to do again and like show the world that it wasn't a fluke for us to actually win the league during the coronavirus period and we're still in the coronavirus period and we're supposed to like show the world that yeah everybody started the match with fans coming in and coming in and all that and all of a sudden the game had to like be paused for a minute and we are here again without our fans in, in the stadium that we can do it again and make those people happy. Chile, you've just reeled out a lot of excuses now. Like it's just Liverpool. Like Liverpool <laughs> is the only team in the Premier League. And you want me to accept not- those excuses excuses you've just given me. Man City is playing in this league. They do not have a striker. They also do not have fans. Chelsea playing in this league. They've also had the issues of their own. Manchester United as well. So where are all these excuses coming from? Are they really tenable? For the fans part, yeah. Anfield is the place where it's frightening when the fans chant. 
and it's something that uh, Liverpool players have always used and always have relied on. And when it gets to a certain point in time when you have that like cultivation from your fans that and they are no more there, it's if you start feeling somehow it's no excuse for us to actually perform properly yeah. uh, because like yeah. we're not the only club uh, in the at the moment that. yeah so I admit that yes it might not be fans but also the players have to also uh, take their own share of blame in the matter you have them playing good games today tomorrow and uh, you're expecting them to actually win uh, matches like small clubs and next thing they are like they're like what? 1-0, 2 this, that, small games, and it's just, it's just painful, yeah, because like players to have their own share of blame to take in this, uh, I'll still say the coach too has a little bit of blame in terms of um, trying to rally his troops together. So it's more about going into a war zone and knowing fully well that everybody is after is coming after you it's not that okay every, every other person is going after one other person but everybody is is ready to like bring you down the whole 19 clubs after you like to make sure that uh if Liverpool doesn't yeah. win a single match yeah. uh, at all this season yeah. they'll be so happy that uh they played uh, 38 matches uh, 38 matches and they didn't win any of them that's the 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 kind of league that they are in and uh for them to actually start taking things the way they normally do because like if you've noticed for the past five years or so that's during January transfer yeah. season uh, window you see Liverpool yeah. play sluggishly yeah. and yeah. then pick up from in ferry and which I was expecting mm-hmm. okay after the win we were supposed to like okay uh, you are back again and next thing you see them like slum it's just painful like do you think that in you know there are situations where when teams aren't doing very well there are situations where they are really playing well. You know, they are getting shots on targets. They are dominating possession, but then they are just those odd goals. Do you think that this is a Liverpool that is playing well, but ju- they've just been unlucky? Or do you think you guys aren't even playing well at all? Okay, so for the first half of the match for Man City, uh, actually, I believe Liverpool played quite well. But let's say the second half of the game, you now see Liverpool slump. Still eight shots. Both sides had eight shots. We had only three on targets. Five for Man City. Uh, ball possession, we did well. Passing, we did that. Uh, everything did okay. Had more fouls, which would actually crazy uh, in a way that yeah. we had more fouls. But we did well. Uh, I, I feel that maybe the, the luck we are running out of luck, uh, and that um, wine factor of like making oh every shot has to go in. Every shot counts. So you take your shots, you make sure that, okay, like, yeah, we're looking for that. And we're looking for that. And it's just, I don't know, just like, I don't know who took it. And I don't, uh, I'm praying for the person to just bring it back. But it's just. Chine, so let me, let me read a quote from Roy Keane. It says, they believed their own hype of being champions last season. That's what he's saying now. It's, you know, while analyzing that Liverpool City game, 
He's saying that Liverpool have this season believed their hype after what they did last season. You know, at this stage, you guys had only dropped two points. But right now, it looks like you guys have dropped as many as you know, 27. There's a difference. At this stage points. of the season, you had 67 points. At this point, you have 40, which is about a difference of 27, if my math is still correct. I'm sure yours is, right? No, it shouldn't be 17. It shouldn't. It should be 27. Yes, yes. I know you want to forget, but I wouldn't let you forget. It's it's actually 27. So do you think think (laughs) Liverpool believe their hype from last season? You know, where you blew everyone out and then this season it's looking like uh uh-uh these guys that we you know beat without breaking a sweat how are we finding it difficult do you think there's some Mm. form of complacency setting in uh definitely uh, there will be that kind of um believe that yes ah it's not them that we won last season it's it's human nature because like once you have achieved something uh, consistently uh that oh Every season we come in, uh, we don't really we put in that effort. Oh, this season, what was the essence of putting yeah. that much effort again? Yeah. Uh, we would win them. So I feel, yes, it can also play. It's also a factor that can play into um, Liverpool's game. But when you lose like, yeah. three matches home, back and back. you still have that um, factor that, that, oh, we don't really need to put that much uh, effort. Uh, I think there's a problem somewhere. And uh, I think there's a, if, uh, I don't know what's wrong, but something is wrong somewhere. And whatever it's wrong should actually be fixed before it becomes. All right. So let's, let's get, let's get into that. And I think you've just made my job easier. So now we saw Mario at Chelsea. That's when he got appointed for the second time. You know, he had won the league the season before and the next season, they had just lost 9 out of 16 games and he was sacked, yeah? Liverpool have lost 5 games this season, 3 of them at home. Mm-hmm. Let's ask that question, Chineye. Honestly, between you and I, do you think that the hierarchy at Liverpool should start to ponder sacking Shoshin Club? No, uh, I don't think I'll Why? want to sack him immediately. Uh, that's for me. Uh, I still have hope and believe that he can turn it around. In the case of Mourinho, uh, would be more of like arrogant. But we've seen Georgian Klopp act like that this season. A co- I mean, a presenter asked. Uh, I mean, yes, a, he has. A journalist <laughs> asked him a question about their stands right now and if he felt they could make the top four. I wouldn't want to tell you his response so that you don't have a, so that it doesn't look like I'm painting him in a bad light. And he responded that he, um, he, they, they will actually have to be in the top four. So he didn't even confirm that um, they'll be winning the champion. They, he doesn't see us winning the championship, uh, the league this year. Um, I mean, he told the journalist that he hadn't researched before coming. That was what he told the journalist. Do you think he was a sore loser at that time, just after the game? Actually, I don't know of anybody. I don't know if anybody would actually be so happy after all you're putting. Uh, you finish working on something, you have been making um, the whole thing work, and next thing, 
you fail one, you fail two, you fail three, and you have and you keep trying to like ponder and ponder and ponder what and somebody just comes to ask you a question and that your mood of like annoyance you you actually were But you just in a but you just manner, called Mario arrogant. I felt Isn't that arrogance for club too? Yeah, he's he's he, that arrogance was there's a difference okay okay that's fine yes there's a difference in that Mario is actually arrogant okay Klopp is the loving one he's the humble one yeah he's not I'm not saying he's so humble Uh, yes there are days that he he has his uh, tendency to be arrogant but at least it's better off than Mario so you think based on that um, Liverpool should still give him time to make things work yes uh, yeah yeah i feel they should give him time to make things work and if that can work out um, quite all right yes it's a business and when business of trying to win and always wanting to win so yes if it doesn't work out you have to go for um next option and that will be getting him from his contract let's talk um, Thiago, do you think he's impacting Liverpool Ooh. the way you want him to? The Brighton game, wow, that free kick was something else. And my good friend Femino actually had to miss that, which was mm-hmm. quite painful. Though uh, he's good, yes, he's good, and he has been impactful in all all the matches I've seen him playing which says a lot. He brings in that new form of um, play outside the box thinking, which it was almost something close to, uh, which is almost like um, Coutinho's um, form of play. But I'll actually uh, we'll have to give him time and give the other players time to adjust and fit in properly to sync properly in the, um, with one another. Uh, All right, so, so do you think yeah. that Liverpool could possibly drop out of the top four this season with the way you guys are going Jeez, that one is going to be well we still have we have a lot of matches yeah. to go through and yeah, do we have seen it all our opponents are crazy in the head at the moment Ugh. especially without Crystal Palace being the end of our season mm. those ones are always willing and ready to like spoil every chance you have so there's a possibility we might not be able to be in top four and if we're not in top four uh, something went wrong horribly went wrong do you think if you guys don't make the top four you should fire club if we don't make the top four yes definitely we should fire him yes he should be fired because he's the top he's the he's the, he's the general and anything that goes wrong he has to somebody's head has to be put on the chopping yeah. block so so, so there are, yep. there are talks about Gerard, that if Klopp is fired, Steven Gerrard he's doing great uh, I mean great stuff in Scotland he's helping Rangers you know, win games he's doing very well in Europe as well do you think that if Klopp is fired anytime soon, do you think Gerrard should be the one to replace him? Mm-hmm. And that's I love Steven Gerrard but I don't think it will be the right thing immediately to bring him in because like the English Premier League is way different from the Scottish Premier League and you actually want to carry uh, someone that uh, let's say 
um, Celtic, uh, Rangers into the English Premier League, if you should actually bring them there, would they be able to perform? Uh, would he be able to get the same um, results? is getting in Scottish Premier League. So that's the, the thing. For me, I feel probably, yes, he's good, but I don't think he will be the right person at the moment to... To make the step up after club. To yeah. bring to Liverpool. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Chine, for joining us. Uh, it's been a pleasure. It's not like I, I'm happy that you guys are going through what you're going through, but it's one of those <laughs> things, yeah? And uh, the teams suffer. Yeah, don't ask me what club I support. Don't worry. Uh, teams suffer from, you know, here and there. And at least you're not even Arsenal were in 11th position. So I think you're still doing good. Thank you very much uh, for listening, guys. Just before we go, I'll do a quick recap of all we've discussed. Uh, we talked about Jorge Club. We've talked uh, just a little about... The Manchester City versus Liverpool game. We've talked about his possible replacement. We've talked about if he's the right person to turn the tides for Liverpool. So the conversation continues. Please get on our social media platforms. Follow us at Borgerco. You could also visit our website www.borgecko.com to be a part of the conversation listen to our previous podcasts as well thank you very much and i'll see you next week thank you for listening to the Borg gecko podcast do follow us on instagram and twitter and check our website for more interesting stories and content